I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia. Podcast in the morning, podcast in the evening, podcast at supper time. When a podcast's on your cell phone, you can have podcasts anytime. We are literally eating bagel bites right now. Well, They're not bagel bites. What are they called? They, are, they are Lidl branded they pizza bagel. Is that what it said? Just it pizza. said pizza bagel, not even bagels. And they're, they're mini, but it didn't indicate that in the name, huh? It did not. But who would eat nine bagel-sized pizza bagels? <laughs> I guess you would. He's got two That's thumbs true. and loves bagels. That, there was that whole summer when you were going to that one bagel store just getting pizza bagels. Yeah, there's a really like kind of nice like uh, like a little too expensive kind of bagel place near us that I discovered over the summer last year, and uh, also found out that they'll make a, a pizza bagel for you. It was it was good. It was elevated. I can't afford it. That pizza bagel is like seven dollars. Anchor pulled our sponsorships, so we don't get enough listens. What? Under the new terms, we do not qualify for sponsorships any longer. Guys, tell your people that you need to listen to it so that I can buy more pizza <laughs> we're, bagels. We're really close to the threshold too. Like we miss it by like five or ten per week. Actually, I didn't tell you that. I got an email the other day. I'm enraged. Why do I even do this podcast if I can't use it to buy pizza bagels? All right, Kate. Have you ever seen Harlan Williams' other movie from 1997 and 1998, but it was made for TV, unlike Rocket Man, Mr. Headmistress? No, but I'm worried. I think this week Tennessee just passed a law that this movie is now uh, illegal. So yeah. This is a little act of defiance, Kate. So, Kate, uh, this is a TV movie that aired once again on ABC's Sunday night show, The Wonderful World of Disney. It aired in the 42nd season, which was from 1997 and 1998, and it was the 21st episode of that season, and its premiere was March 15th, 1998. Again, we've done this a lot lately because we just watched My Date with the President's Daughter. Prior to that, we had watched so good. Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella. So good. Those are both other episodes of this same exact season. Wow. We, we were eating good Disney TV movies in the 1997-1998 TV season, Kate. But I didn't see it until later when it was re-airing on the Disney Channel for years and years and years. And of course, I was drawn to this movie because, as we discussed previously, uh, a rare thing we both have in common of childhood media favorites, Rocket Man, Harlan Williams' theatrical film in 1997. Uh, I was such a fan of that. Every time this movie was on, I wanted to try to catch it, but I don't think I ever saw this all the way through. It's that thing where it's a TV movie. You're at the whim of the, the TV schedule, and it'd be like, oh, there's Har there's that guy. I didn't know his name. There's that guy from Rocket Man. He <laughs> he He's so funny. And I try to watch this. I remember it being good. I'm hoping watching this today doesn't like spoil or taint Rocket Man for you, but you sat through Rocket Man for the podcast, and it was just as good as you remember. It was pretty funny. You know, you had some criticism for him occasionally. Sure. Some Asian jokes that don't, I would say they don't, didn't age well. They, they probably weren't okay then, but yeah, probably not. the cultural conversation, anyway. So this movie, TV movie, was written by Scott Davis Jones, David Kukoff, and Matt Roshkow. It was directed by James Frawley. James Frawley, okay, right? He's been directing TV show episodes since the 60s. He directed a couple episodes of The Monkees. Okay. I think he might have won an Emmy in the 60s for one of his Monkees episodes. As he might. He continues to direct TV, and uh -huh. then he gets um, pulled to direct a feature film, The Muppet Movie. Oh, wow. He's the director like the of one. The Muppet Movie, the, the one from 1979, the first Muppets movie. Hmm. Uh, but then he continues in TV for like the rest of his career. Towards the end of his career, some of the last TV he ever directed before he retired and then died were episodes of Grey's Anatomy and Private Practice. Sure. And so, then he died. Well, like he, everyone on Grey's he, Anatomy. Yeah, but he died like 10 years after he directed Grey's Anatomy. Like was he, three episodes was of Grey's he killed Anatomy. by an icicle? He was not, but proximity to... Uh, proximity to Graceland Memorial Hospital. It's <laughs> fatal. Done. So, just interesting. I mean, I thought that this, this little bit of research really ties together all of our interests. Things that I never thought would, we'd be able to tie together in one episode of Nostalgia. The Muppets, mm -hmm. Harlan Williams, the Disney Channel, and Disney made-for-TV movies, and Grey's Anatomy. 
Who, who would have guessed? This movie, of course, stars Harlan Williams, but it also stars Katie Seagal. You are not very familiar with Katie Seagal because you've never seen Married with Children, yeah? I haven't seen that, no. One day we'll get to it. You'll Why? be disgusted by it. It's raunchy. I should not have been watching it at age 12 when I was watching it in reruns, but I loved it. So Married with Children, the lead actor, the two, the stars are Ed O'Neill, who you later knew as the grandpa from Modern Family, huh. the one married to Sofia Vergara on uh-huh. that show. He's pretty funny on that. Sure. Um, and then Katie Seagal plays his wife on Married Married with children, and they're just like a dysfunctional, very like they're supposed to be more relatable, like an anti Cosby show. It's one of those things, just like The Simpsons is the anti Cosby show. Now, in retrospect, I prefer to be a member of the Simpson family or the Bundy family. Their name is also Bundy, not because of Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's the lead on that, but she pops up. She's the voice of Leela on Futurama. You've heard her there, oh, okay. Katie Seagal. I know who that is. But she pops up in stuff. She's in some uh, Disney Channel original movies, but she's in this. Um, the plot from when I remember as a child is Harlan Williams is an escaped convict of some sort. I don't know what his crime was, okay. but he's a jailbird. He escapes. For some reason, he ends up hiding out at, I believe, an all-girls like prep school, but he has to dress as a woman to disguise himself as the headmistress. For whatever reason, you know, he's maybe they don't know what the headmistress looks like, like she's supposed to arrive soon, so he pretends he's her, and so he's, it's kind of like a Mrs. Doubtfire turn, but not as good, because it's not Robin Williams. Make sense? That's the premise. I'm a little worried. That's the premise of this Maybe film. Maybe I'm a lot worried. So, just interesting that he's the star in a theatrical movie, Rocket Man, which doesn't feel like a theatrical movie. It no, feels like no. a TV movie. That feels like it's made of cardboard. In October 1997, and now he's in the lead in this made-for-TV movie. It feels like a step down in March 98, you know, a couple months later. Who Man's knows? gotta work. Man's gotta eat. Gotta eat that Canadian bacon. Let's see what it's all about. I want you all to imagine your Hester Prynne and... Prine. Yes, Hester Prynne. And you're dating this wonderful chap who turns out to be a big man on campus. But then suddenly his friends start saying things about you, whispering behind your backs. The next thing you know, they're telling him that you're not good enough for him. Typical. Typical indeed. One day, he comes up to you out of nowhere, and he says, it's over. Over! Next thing you know, you're walking around with a big A on your sweater. You mean like a varsity letter? Well, sort of, darling, but this isn't exactly the type of team you want to be on, if you know what I mean. So, what you're saying is that the letter A that Hester Prine wears is kind of like the letter L that we wear, for loser. Exactly! Excuse me? Wow. Well, not exactly. You're not losers. Get that straight. You're not losers. Neither was Hester Prine. You see, women heralded her as a heroine throughout the centuries. In fact, they even went so far as to have... Damn, I more portray her in a film. It's to me. There's like a lot of escaped convict media, I feel like, from our childhood, and not once have I encountered an escaped convict. That you know of. I'm just saying. Maybe the headmistress of your school was... Um, I would like to point out, this was quite hard to locate. Every copy I found was either in Russian or in Spanish until uh, eventually I dug deep enough and found one in English, but it, it was tough. Fascinating. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why they don't, like, re-release these. It's on yeah. VHS and that's it. Here's your boy. All right, so they've rigged up some kind of strange satellite dish to get a pay-per-view fight in the jail, and Harlan Williams is selling hot dogs. To the guards, yeah. to the, the other prisoners. 
Look at that beautiful rubber ficus in, in the warden's, the warden's office. office. Why is the warden so positive and focused on rehabilitation? It's not a private prison. It's a state penitentiary, you know? All right, so he's been released from prison. Okay, so he's not an escaped convict. No. He's. This is his last week. So he's been released from prison. They've given him some clothes, which I guess are supposed to be like from the 70s. It'd be like wearing clothes from the 90s today. You yeah. Know? Okay, all right. They're also playing the theme from Shaft in the background to match his clothes, I guess. It's kind of confusing. Why is Harlan Williams' neck so thick? Look at it. So there's some kind of scam that we're running with fake plates. So he's, he's out of jail and immediately is committing crime again. I can't tell what this movie wants to be, right? Like Harlan Williams' delivery. I can't tell if he's trying to be funny or if he's trying to be like so deadpan that it's funny. It's not really landing for me. I do like his platform shoes. They're back. The writing on this feels really clunky though, doesn't it? Yes. Like you can tell that the jokes are there, but none of them are landing. It's amazing that this was part of the same season as Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella. They blew their writing budget, I believe, <laughs> so that they could have Whitney showing up over and over. All right, did we just see a tall, thick-necked woman? We sure did. Harlan Williams is now on a train. So he's now being pursued by whom? Two villains who he used to, uh, you know, do crimes with. Now Harlan Williams has knocked out the tall woman in like a conservatively cut suit. She had a wig on for some reason. And he has now done a fabulous job of applying like 90s style <laughs> woman makeup, put on clip on earrings, is wearing like a, a blazer and a, a suit, a skirt suit. It's all been done very quickly. I'm, I'm incredibly impressed. <laughs> and he looks kind of like Julia child he did right like yeah you're getting a julia child vibe here like a little french chef yeah okay i didn't get that as a kid but i think that is deliberate all right so now a man has ambushed harlan williams on the train platform and said i've come to pick you up miss basco yeah this these hijinks just keep escalating harlan williams is just yes anding his way in to this girl's school so are we gonna have to hear harlan williams talk like this for the whole time miss bascom in addition to being the new headmistress of this school, is an accomplished author, researcher, and this man has stolen her place. All yep. right. Here's Katie Seagal. Am I going to know it's her when she talks? All right, so the girls at this academy are... Naughty. ...are poorly behaved. They, they've driven out the previous headmistress. If you had to pass as a headmistress of a girls' school, do you think you could do it? No. I think I would sound like this. Or worse. Do your best Mr. Headmistress voice. Hello! He's just doing a bad Mrs. Doubtfire. He really is. Right? I wasn't really paying attention, but it sounds like <laughs> there's money to be had here. He'll get like a bonus if he lasts a certain amount of time. Because he was about to try to tear out of there once he realized what's going on. Because he's been stumbling into these situations. But now that he knows that there's like $500,000 on the line, if he, can, if he can last, he's all about it. I'm a little bit confused here. <laughs> I'm a little concerned, more than a little concerned. <laughs> Harlan Williams is like, oh, who are these delicious ladies that I work with now? Like, you can't just sexually harass people who you work with, no matter what your gender. You just can't. Of course, there's a spit take in this already. We're like 12 minutes in. It's highbrow, Kate. It seems like the, the sort of rhythm of this movie is Harlan Williams doing a really bad uh, voice, followed by getting pranked by the, the the mean girls, and then just repeat that for the rest of the movie. And just a lot of this noise. Huh? All right, so they keep mentioning this last headmistress. I think they killed her. I, I think they might have killed her. 
what's that going to be the message if he, what we assume is going to happen, he gets the girls all, uh, you know, in shape, everything's working great. Is it that uh, the women before him couldn't do it, but any man, literally any man could? Katie Seagal playing the disciplinarian is like, all right, we're just going to unseat this new headmistress because I want to be the headmistress. Why don't these women just team up? Oh, wait, never mind. One of them's Harlan Williams. Okay, here's the first rule of womanhood. You don't lounge around in your bra. Harlan Williams is sitting here in like a pair of boxers and his bra calling a friend. Very bizarre. It's kind of giving me like Buffalo Bill vibes a little bit. (laughs) Like you could play goodbye horses over this and it would be fine. Would you f*** me? (laughs) 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 See, here's the, the central conceit of any cross- Dressing, cross-dressing, can we say that? Can we now? say that anymore? Of any, I guess, I mean, this is He's cross-dressing. cross-dressing. He's not Correct. transgender. Correct. Of any cross-dressing movie, you gotta wake up at least two hours before everybody else wakes up. Right. You gotta Miss Maisel that <laughs> Gotta get your face on, get your hair on, get your boobs on. Is this an indictment of private education? I'm confused. The school's doing very badly. And the money that he's going to get, the half a million, is also contingent on the girls' grades improving. Because they're so bad right now. So we only have two days to do this, to reform the entire school? <laughs> Meaningfully improve their outcomes. Was this movie written by, like, your state's Department of Education? Like, oh, we could turn this around in two days, guys, let's go! We just need a man in here! I think the state of Florida just made it so that currently incarcerated people can uh, teach without a degree. He is teaching every one of their classes now with no... It is a private school. You don't need any licensing. So I guess that makes sense. Harlan Williams has decided to come lead the science (laughs) class and has just burst a lab table into flames. Why would they do this? Well, the girls switched the chemicals on him. So Harlan Williams (laughs) has just walked into this girl's dorm room and has, like, discovered them eating a pizza and just starts eating it. It's like, I'm gonna have that. Don't mind if I do. So she knows she knows all the tricks. Well, Harlan Williams knows all the tricks because he has been incarcerated. So he just found the money stash. Because it's in the, it's hidden in the S trap of the yep. drain, just like his was. They might be making uh, toilet wine. Check in there. Oh, tomatoes and white bread fermenting in the toilet tank. Sipping it with a ladle. Oh. Even in this shitty movie, he can make you laugh every once in a, a while. Bit. Just with his weird physicality. Harlan Williams' facial expressions are really odd in this. The things that you're laughing at the most, though, which are few and far between, are him, like, which is like a funny little reaction. He has become quite good at applying this makeup. All right, so Harlan Williams is, like, in his room, and Sally, the attractive athletic director, has come in to have some some girl talk. (laughs) The one that he earlier called yummy to her face when he met her. All right, so the girl's grades have gone up, but this lecherous punk of a donor is like, not only should their grades go up, They have to be a winning field hockey team. He's adding on conditions to this donation. He's not just a donor. This is the guy the school's named. He's the founder of the school. And it's good. Harlan Williams is getting the true experience of being a woman now. He's being sexually harassed. Especially by a man who can withhold this financial uh, thing for the school. All right. So the girls have arrived to this party. Assuming there's going to be boys there. There are no boys. And the girls are enraged. His plan was pretty short-sighted. He lied and said that they'd have this party with boys if they got their grades up. Because he thought he'd get the check that night and wouldn't, you know, could just leave them high and dry. But now that the check is delayed until they win field hockey. There is no party with boys. The girls are going to destroy him. They're going to rip this academy apart brick by brick. What was in that bucket? I don't know, but it seemed (laughs) quite wet. All right, so these girls, I have to say, like, they're pretty good engineers if you think about it, right? We've got some girls in STEM over here. Yeah. 
the uh, series of booby traps they've set up in his room yeah. as Impressive. payback. So they've poured some kind of viscous glue <laughs> upon him, and then uh, basically tarred and feathered him. Yeah, and then blown some feathers at him. They have some kind of pitching machine set up to blow <laughs> uh, eggs. I think they're softballs, maybe. Uh, yeah, look at that huge bunion on that man's foot. Did he make a Kunta Kinte joke? He did. It's all bad. The bunion, the Kunta Kinte joke, and his toenail does not look healthy either. Look at it. <laughs> oh, God, I hate feet. Is he good at rugby coaching too? Blasted. Harland Williams with these field hockey sticks. <laughs> Just slamming him in the shins. So the deputy disciplinarian, like this little woman who follows Katie Seagal around, is like roaming around the grounds at night and sees Harlan Williams hiding. Dressed as Dressed as man himself. Harlan Williams. Yeah, yeah. In, in the room. It's like, so she, oh, there's a man in her room. Yeah, she thinks that the headmistress is sneaking a man in there. Harlan Williams has gone to Beryl's dorm to be like, we got to win this field hockey game and now she's ready to have a heart to heart about her her father's late absence in her life so now harland williams has to be both dad and mom all right so after one heart to heart with harland williams beryl will become the positive leader she was destined to be thank god a man finally came in and shaped up this academy yeah i hate the trope of like a man dresses up in drag and suddenly everyone is attracted to them it's just like i don't know what it is I hate it. I like the real headmistress's energy. She was just dragged away yelling, every man I've ever known is a moron. I'm here for it. He's receiving a makeover from the girls who he seems to have completely won over finally. And by finally, I mean one week into this It's been a, It's been charade. like a day. <laughs> also, did they give him a makeover? He looks exactly the same. What did they do? There's not much you can do with Harlan Williams, baby. I'm just, this is a lot. This could have been like a skit. You it know? is. It's, a, yeah. It's a series of skits just, barely connected by oh, plot. Yeah, no, this is one stretched out skit. All right, so now, for some reason, Harlan Williams is going to teach the girls some kind of special field hockey slap shot technique. That heretofore we did not know he knew. If this movie thinks for one second it could make us feel something they're incorrect beryl has been expelled for having a television harland williams has taken a deep dive into the code of conduct to say oh well they can have a television if they use it for educational purposes now she has been restored yeah. beryl to the, the field hockey team ms bascom has been located by the authorities the real ms bascom and now has called what's his name academy to say hey it's me katie skull's been looking for a way to uh oust harlan williams now that she knows he's an imposter it's all gonna come to a head on parents day at the consequential field hockey game beryl doesn't have a mommy or a daddy luckily harlan williams can do both and of course be headmistress yeah her educator her parent the little woman who follows katie seagal around i don't know her name she kind of gives off me vibes like very small she is over enunciating beyond belief <laughs> our special guest is on her way well, they're like cartoon characters, her and Katie Seagal, I, basically. I get, in this. Baby, everyone in this is a cartoon character. Look at Harlan Williams. <laughs> Every once in a while, I forget. <laughs> Will the girls win? Will they win? There's like some kind of inspiring sports-themed music going on. <laughs> We're literally watching this whole game. I can't believe it. And we are watching the uh, St. Mary's girls absolutely demolish the Rawlings girls. It is 4-0. All right, the... Evil St. Mary's girls have trash-talked Beryl so much, she's going to single-handedly score. When your trash-talking backfires and it motivates the team. Turns you into an absolute monster. This is a really long field hockey montage. It's really, really long. It's been like six minutes. We don't need it. They even need other girls on this team. Beryl has not passed once. Yeah, maybe Beryl. Share, share the wealth. Pass the ball. 
Oh, no. You know, if she wins, maybe her absentee father will come back and love her. Doubtful. Just brains another kid. Aren't you, like, not allowed to let your stick be that yeah, high up? Yeah, very clearly high sticking. All right, so Beryl did not share any of this. She did not share the ball at all. You know, in the first half of the game, she was, and they weren't scoring. And then once she started just playing, like, a one-woman team, they started winning, so. Oh, no. Harlan Williams must now face the moral dilemma. Will he steal the donation, or will he let school have it? I would love it if he just took the money and went and, like, did not learn a lesson. Me too. Be very realistic. Oh, no. What would you do if you could get money or... Um, I think I could justify taking the money because this is a private school. Yeah, that's true. Where all these parents are paying full freight. Yep. If he was stealing this from a public school, that would be atrocious. Harlan Williams has come clean. Yeah, he's been unmasked. He's taken his wig off and now he's running away. Yeah. To be fair, he was going to explain it all to them, but those other two bad guys Mm. are now pursuing him. So he had to run away again. This movie had like nine endings and it should have been over by now. Wow. So he was about to be executed by the two guys. They had guns drawn aimed Mm -hmm. at him. But the girls field hockey team has started just wailing. They've put themselves in danger's way. They could be shot. It was a girl's ex machina. (laughs) The police are not going to ask any questions about this situation. Wow, Beryl and her dad are going to reconcile. He is like five hours late to parents' day, though. Yeah. The game's over. What is this progressive accepting a group of people that are just like, okay, we've just discovered (laughs) the headmistress is not who she claimed to be and is a man. And they're all just like, just cool with it. Yep. It's the future liberals want. Yeah, clearly it's not in Florida or Tennessee. Are are you joking? Are they going to offer him the job as headmaster now? There's plenty, there's plenty of highly qualified women to take this job. Not Katie Seagal. Like, there's the athletic director who's been serving here for a really long time and seems to understand, like, adolescent development and trauma-informed care. Maybe she's smart and doesn't want to get uh, promoted to admin. Quote-unquote promoted. So, they're gonna hire this convicted felon because he's a man over any of the highly qualified women who could possibly take this job. Not just because he's a man. Because he got the scores up. He got barrel Because to, he promised them a party. To win the game. He went out and, and uh, Dead Poets society them and taught them the scarlet letter by relating it to, like, dating a boy. It's a private school, Kate. It does not That's matter true. They can if hire he has qualifications. Good point. Look how quickly they accepted this. It's insane. I mean, it's great, I guess. The girls of Rawlings Academy finally got the party with boys that they've so desperately wanted. And look, he almost stole that salt shaker but he decided against it it. he's no longer a career criminal because he's getting paid like probably six figures to be the headmaster i hated this ms bascom in all my years as administrator i have never encountered such a flagrant disregard for academic propriety here here is that right well in all my years at at the place i was at all these years I have never seen such a heavy-handed, dare I say, penal approach to education. Well, forgive me for not being the life of the prep school, not to mention the life of the party. What exactly is that supposed to mean? You know exactly what that means. First, it was the mystery man in your room. And if that's not bad enough, now you have cast your roving eye on poor Mr. Rawlings. You hussy. Hussy! Calling a hussy, you... Humorless, vindictive, authoritarian throwback to the Middle Ages. Yes, at least two of those things. Are you telling me that you're planning to override my decision to expel Beryl Andrews? Override? 
With a monster truck. I can't believe you made me watch this. I'm mad at you. It was, uh, I was a little worried it'd be this way. It was worse than I remember. It was remembered. worse than you thought, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. How could he make Rocket Man such an undeniable uh, comedy classic and also make this, even though, in spite of how bad it was, there were a few moments, a few, I mean, less than five, where you chuckled. I did genuinely chuckle at a, a few moments. A funny intonation. All Harlan Williams yeah. were the only times you laughed were his moments. Wow. Honestly, I could have watched the Russian version probably and laughed just as much. Yeah, but you wouldn't hear him do his woohoo. There'd be somebody dubbing it over. Yeah, it'd be a Russian man doing it. Yeah. You can woohoo in whatever language you want. All right, so that was uh, pretty bad. That was really bad. I do not recommend it. As a mega no. fan of... No. Uh, I like Harlan Williams in his cameos in Dumb and Dumber, something about Mary. I love him in Rocket Man. I cannot recommend this. Yikes. That's a big yikes. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Kate. Sorry you had to sit through Ugh. 90 minutes of that. That was unpleasant. Should I have picked the uh, garbage picking field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon instead? Maybe. It's also from The Wonderful World of Disney. Another time. All right, guys. That was a that was a real dud. Tune in next week. Hopefully it won't be again. No promises, though. I guess this proves the the thesis of the podcast. It wasn't all roses. You know, just because just we watched it when we were kids and laughed at it then doesn't mean it uh, holds up. Doesn't mean it had any value whatsoever, other than to keep us busy for an hour and a half as kids. This man on the run thought he had a safe place to hide. You're dressed as a what? Welcome to Rawlings, headmistress. Until he met the girls. I'm used to a lot of hijinks where I've come from. She could have a killer health plan. Of Rawlings High. You're good, girls. You're good. You're bad, but you're good. Harlan Williams and Katie Seagal, Mr. Headmistress. Where no man has gone before. Available to rent tonight for the entire family from the wonderful world of Disney, the best in family films.